Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Should students be fined and ticketed for breaking campus rules? I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Whether it's skipping class or bringing a vape pen to school, teenagers running afoul of school policies is nothing new. And usually we think of those choices leading to a trip to the principal's office or maybe a call home to parents. But reporting from ProPublica and the Chicago Tribune shows that instead, students across Illinois are being issued tickets and fines by police. Now, legislators in Springfield want to outlaw that practice. To get the details, we turn to Chicago Tribune reporter Jennifer Smith-Richards and ProPublica reporter Jody Cohen. Jody, I'll start with you. In 2015, there was legislation passed in Illinois that forbade schools from issuing tickets and fines to students. So why are students still being fined? That's right. There was a law passed in 2015. It was a broad discipline-related law, and it included a provision that schools could not directly fine students for breaking school rules or doing something wrong. Um, Instead, what we found in our investigation last year was that schools were working with police officers, often the police officers who are based at the schools called school resource officers. And when they saw a student, let's say like with a vape pen, like you were saying, instead of, you know, giving them a fine or, or, you know, which was illegal, but instead of going a trip to the principal's office or a call home or, you know, some other punishment, they were telling the school police officer or the city police officer about what had happened and the police were routinely issuing students fines throughout Illinois. These are fines for breaking city ordinances. So like a a ticket, a parking ticket, or any other kind of ticket you might get. And Jennifer, remind us uh, what sorts of infractions are are being ticketed here and how much these fines can be, because I thought that was shocking. Sure, it is. Yeah, we're talking about the things that you think of um, as being sort of normal teenage behavior. So we've mentioned vaping. Skipping class. Littering. Right. Um, littering in some schools would result in a ticket. So if the if the municipality, if the community had laws against, say, fighting or littering, like we said, or truancy, mm-hmm. um, all of those would become ticketable offenses by the police in the school. And each each community decides uh, what the fine associated with each infraction is. And you can go up to seven hundred and fifty dollars. That's Illinois. insane. Right. Hundreds of dollars. Absolutely. And so for some families, you know, getting a ticket was more than a week's pay. And it really became, you know, an oppressive thing for families who were, you know, experiencing ticketing at school. I'm guessing, Jody, that it's not the student usually paying these tickets, right? So is it the parent who's taking the brunt of this? During our report, we we went to ticket hearings throughout the state of Illinois. So these were ordinance violation ticket hearings where students were required to show up with a guardian or a parent, often during school hours. And yes, we would often hear it was the parent who was responsible, especially if you're too young, you can't have a job. 
Like they have no income. Students don't have income for the most part. So it was the families who were responsible. And we would hear over and over again from families who did not have the money to pay for this ticket. Wow. So, you know, after your reporting last year, then State Superintendent Carmen Ayala urged schools to stop working with police to, to find these students, right? So just so we're clear, did school districts listen to her at all, or is it just still happening? Right. So after our reporting last April, Superintendent Ayala, who was the, the superintendent, sent a letter to all school officials pleading with them to stop. She said this is the difference between dinner and not dinner. You know, like this saying this is not okay. It does not affect um, impact. It does not have change on students' behavior. There's nothing that's gonna, good that's going to come from these tickets. You're going to yeah. alienate them from the school. What we decided to do is just over the last six, seven weeks was take a look at the school districts that were issuing the most tickets, you know, where students were being ticketed the most. Uh. And we did a survey of about 60 schools and found that in many of them, in most of them actually, ticketing had continued. A lot of them had scaled back um, so they weren't ticketing, let's say, for vaping anymore, but they were still issuing tickets. So are they listening to the state superintendent's Doesn't sound like it. plea? No. Doesn't sound like it. And Jennifer, let's dig more into what you found, because you, you all documented thousands of these tickets issued to students. What other patterns emerged as to, like, which students were getting fined? Right. We We looked very closely. We were curious about whether race mattered, the race of the student. This is a question that's really tough to answer because so many places don't don't record the race of the person ticketed. But in places where we were able to tell um, the race of the student ticketed and the offense, what we what we were able to find is that black students were roughly twice as likely to be ticketed um, as their white peers. And so that we're crystal clear, Jennifer, why are schools turning to this form of, of punishment as opposed to other disciplinary measures, right, that, that we're used to. Well, it's interesting. Many of the schools we found, you know, over the past year are not turning away from the school discipline that we remember of being in the principal's office or getting detention or even being suspended. Um, students are being ticketed and receiving school discipline. So, oh, so it's both. In, in many cases, in okay. many cases. And, and what we're finding and, and still hearing today from some places is they feel that that fine and that ticket carries a weight um, of greater consequence. And when they want to make sure the student understands that there will be consequences for the behavior at school. Mm. And, and Jody, isn't it the role of a school to discipline students and enforce the, the campus rules? How did we get to the place where we're reporting kids to police? That's what Superintendent Ayala actually said, was that you cannot abdicate your responsibility for school discipline to the police, that it is your responsibility while the students are in school. I mean, how did we get, was it just too many infractions were coming in? So they were like, we need some help. We need some outside help. How did we get to that point? I think part of it is what Jennifer was saying about feeling like they need weightier consequences. And the ticket was that, that it was drawing parents in They were, as you said, they were often responsible, as you pointed out, for that monetary fine. The other thing that happened was many, many more schools now have a police officer based at the school. So that did not used to be the case. So there was not a police officer at the school. So now there are school resource officers in um, most schools. And 
it is perhaps easier to turn to that person at the school, at the police officer. I wonder if that leads and, to more tickets just because they're so accessible now, an we, officer. We, we very much saw that the police officer is physically there either to witness whatever the behavior is or to be told by a school employee what the behavior is. And they've got their ticket book. Um, they're there to enforce the law and they do. Yeah. Right. In one school where we were last year, the ticket book is sitting right there on the school police officer's desk. It's just waiting to be filled out. So I want to talk about this new bill in Springfield that we've been we've been hinting at here. It would uh, it would outlaw schools from involving police for incidents that could be addressed through a disciplinary process like we just mentioned. Can you give us the details? It's it's pretty light right now. So the initial bill has gone in and the intent is to prevent school personnel from from issuing a fine. And it may sound similar to what the 2015 law would have done, but this one is specifying anybody who works in the school. So that would include um, a school resource officer or a school-based police officer um, from in, in that universe of people who should not be ticketing students. Mm-hmm. So would this, uh, is the idea then that this new legislation would help administrators w- with rule enforcement, Jody? Yes, it's saying that if the misbehavior is covered in your school handbook, if it's covered in your code of conduct, that punt, that discipline, that consequence should be handled by the school, period. And this is uh, being proposed by Representative LaShawn Ford. Is that correct? Correct. So how enforceable would the new law be? Like, would there be any sort of oversight board making sure that school districts actually follow this this law? Right now, there is not. There is no provision <laughs> in this new legislation um, that would provide for oversight to make sure that anybody's following the law, um, nor would there be any sort of penalty if people are found uh, to have continued ticketing in schools. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, does the bill have support from legislators in Springfield, Jody? It has support from the Illinois State Board of Education, which is interesting. Um, right now, it's so new that there's, it's not like there's a long list of co-sponsors yet, but it, it was just introduced. But the Illinois State Board of Education is saying that it supports this law and that they are working on the language with the uh, representative. I mean, you you both, you first outlined this issue, as you mentioned, back in April of last year. So we're nearly a year later. Are, are you surprised at all at, at the progress that's been made? Is there more that you want to see, Jennifer? I think when you're talking about schools, you know, change is slow to come sometimes. So a lot of these schools that have really um, been ticketing students a lot have been doing it for a long time. And it's hard to sort of change and rethink um, you know, the culture and how you think about what the right way to discipline a student is. Yeah. So, you know, it's slow. So tell me, what will you be interested in watching as we move forward here? I mean, I'll be interested in hearing the arguments from schools that really believe uh, that ticketing is effective and, and why they think that that is the case. Jody, what about you? What are you keeping your eye on? Keeping an eye on um, where the support's coming from, where the opposition's coming from, it, will this move through the legislature this session, uh, and what that discussion looks like. From a parent standpoint, I'm very interested in, in what this is going to look like. So we'll definitely have you back to, to update us. That's Jody Cohen, reporter for ProPublica, and Jennifer Smith-Richards, who's a reporter for the Chicago Tribune. Thank you both. Thank, Thank you. you. 
This episode of Reset was produced by Andrew Merriweather, and it was edited by Ethan Schwab and Meha Ahmed. Stay in the loop with everything happening in Chicago and around the world by subscribing to our podcast. We publish episodes every morning and afternoon, Monday through Friday, and an episode on Saturdays. All right, that'll do it for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you this afternoon. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.